morning. Foggy, can't see anything, it's dark, it's fall, it's beautiful weather. I was noticing how the fog makes your eyes go, ah, whenever the car drives by. And it enhances the light through all the water droplets. dedicating this segment to religion. I know I've probably talked about it before. I want to know what religion means to you. I know what it means to me, but whenever I ask somebody in recent years, they say, oh, you don't talk about religion or politics. Well, Those are two really big issues that have been brushed under the rug and covered up and corrupted and, yeah. Even the word religion, government, politics, just because they have a definition in the dictionary break every word down and see what it feels like to you. See what you think about it versus just, oh look, this is the dictionary description. Because obviously every word has a lot more meaning to every single person. Religion's always meant oppression to me. I just never talked about it because being in a very heavy religious family and You didn't talk about that kind of thing. Religion meant that I was supposed to follow the guidelines that I was given. If I deviated from them at all, I would be questioned. Why? What are you doing? This is wrong. What what is that called? It, It made me ignore all my instincts as a child, as a pubescent. It wasn't until the middle of my teen years that I woke up and was just like, whoa. So all I've got to do is do what I feel and just not tell my parents about it. Because they didn't really care if they thought I was following the guidelines that they had laid down for me. Oh, I thought I taught you this already. Let me explain it again. Each person has the capacity (laughs) to break the chains of what makes them a good or a bad person or not. Some people don't have the balance between light and dark, and those people are rare they are each unique. The one that doesn't have enough light will obviously be too far towards the dark. An angry person, not approachable, usually just like, ah, I'm a loner. 
and if they go too far towards the dark, they could be any kind of thing that's the definition of evil. And some people parade around as the light. But if you ever walked up to any religious person and said, I don't believe exactly what you believe, it usually makes them, in my experience, defensive, angry, and being like, oh, how dare you not have a similar belief? And it's in those moments that I've come to realize that's where most people just don't they just clam up they don't say anything they're like well I don't care instead of just talking and broadening horizons and waking up most people don't do that If you ask somebody a conversation starter, somehow over the last years we've gotten away from that. But religion has a lot of meanings mixed with conversion on my other field. It means a lot of different things to people. Somebody may claim to be the light but if you don't share the same light as them (laughs) you're either going to be dark or they're going to ignore you if somebody has too much dark well that doesn't mean that you should automatically assume that they are evil there should be a balance between the two. Religion's just a word. That's how each person deals with it. That defines them. Like every moment. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for hearing my thoughts on that. see so much stuff posted on social media that's just proof of what's going on right now hi everybody human race people we're like a mobile tax farm But the stuff that we're going through is also new for America, apparently, when it's really not. How many countries have gone through simple revolutions just to change how corrupt the government is? Most countries can realize when they're the majority. And the majority always outnumbers nobody basically because you have the government in England you have the parliament and all the different places but the the 
minorities are where it's at because we're the ones that keep everything running. We're the ones that they can't live without because they call them the elites, but we're really the ones that are letting everything happen. As long as we take a stand to try and make things better, to try and basically like I've been doing since I was a teenager, try to get some money, try and have as much fun as possible while working as hard as I can for it. And I met my perfect wife and we decided to get married and that was absolutely my goal and it still is to this day is to better my family, better myself. Everything that we do is taxed so much. I mean, you can't buy food anymore, it feels like. How are we supposed to survive when everything that we do... And I just read something. (laughs) Even death. We're taxed in death. can't even die anymore for free. Well, except when I die. Everybody that knows me knows what's going to happen to me when I die. There's not going to be a ceremony. Nobody's really going to know about it. And I'm going to be burned on a pyre. Don't need to put my husk in the ground. that's another thing. Oh, they tried to tell you you can't even burn a person now. You gotta take them to a cremator. Who the hell decided if you could burn... (laughs) I'm just gonna have to get it in a written agreement, I guess. But all that aside, the way that the government works, and the way that even America, and all the bloodshed we were founded on, what we did to the American Indians, the actual invading America was supposed to be a land where everybody was allowed to believe what they wanted to believe to live the way they wanted to live whether it was by your own skill or helping somebody else and now that is just dying to corporations that make their employees work through threats you try and explain I've heard it from every single person I know it doesn't matter if you're in the military or corporation of firefighters police officers they all have strict guidelines that you have to follow for what reason when life happens Your girlfriend doesn't feel good and she needs you to take care of her. Oh, no, that's not important. Every time you have a reason, your kids are sick, your wife is sick, they'll say they'll work with you. But they get mad because you're not there 
doing their bidding. It's something. We need to find a way to break the wheel to quote Game of Thrones. We need to find a way to change the perspective of how abused we are. We have a lot of freedoms, but they're all taxed. It's all control-based. And I'd love to hear more thoughts about how we can increase through better policies. Three 12-hour workdays, two 12-hour workdays. Whatever somebody's feeling, there's always somebody that's okay with where they are financially and they can survive on any options they're given. (laughs) Considering days were made up, they could implement eight-day work weeks, ten-day work weeks where you get five days off, Five days on. Split the shifts. There's simple ways to help people recover because if you don't have enough time to recover, bad things happen to the human body when you don't have enough time to sleep, when you don't have enough time to play. You know it's bad when your kids get excited that you have a short day at work. My personal experience with where I'm deciding to work right now while I bid all my businesses is a corporation mentality. But in this area, it's one of the better jobs. I haven't found one better. go it finally finally happened this is going to be a rant about the stupidity of the now and day environment I notice a trend between I was just recently called a generational gap I was quite insulted because I've always tried to have a good balance and neutrality with everything that I do. A generational gap. I don't even know what that means. It makes no sense to me until I see a generation that's different between 20 to 45 years old. 
And then I say, oh, okay, this makes sense to look at somebody that's 20 years your senior. They have a different way of looking at stuff because the generations that came after World War One and Two, well, most of the population was dead. So then there was that huge depression that went on. And then you had the baby boomers. You had the time when you could literally work one job and it would cover everything. And now you have people working two to three jobs, both wife and husband or just couple. Then you decide to have kids. And then you're literally from that gap in the generations told what to do with your kids based on what that generation thought was best the grandparents the great grandparents even some of them understood what it was to be parents nowadays you're supposed to put work and money over your own family to get more and more and more how does that make any sense in anybody's mind I understand if you prefer to work rather than stay with home with your family and have a good balance between home and work. But if you have a family and you are dedicated to them to help them with whatever that is they need, you should be okay to do that. Obviously, if you need money, you work where you feel like working. I've said that before. But when you can get in trouble for emergencies... That is where it totally crosses a line, an ethical line. When did you have to start fighting for time with your family? Just because something needs to get done. If every corporation on earth woke up and realized that if (laughs) they increased pay for dedicated individuals, gave unlimited sick time, they would have the most dedicated workforce that has ever been seen because it would increase productivity. People would want to work harder. They're getting paid more. They wouldn't feel so bad if they got sick. If they implemented a 10-day work schedule, that would be absolutely perfect. You get five days on, five days off. How would that not make sense to have happy employees that are working but not overworking, having good recovery time, good play time, good work time, perfect balance. But because of something called a generational gap, that's not possible because, you know, if you're in a bad situation, you just work until you die. That concept no longer works. There used to be a time when people were dedicated to working themselves to death. I've seen the generation before, the generation before that. Going back 90 years, you can see what working yourself to death does. Now we're in a time where every, the cost of living is so high that how are you supposed to even balance between work and play? You don't. Most people have anxiety, depression, <laughs> every other kind of emotional disorder you can think of because they'll keep giving people different names, different Every medical disorder has a name. What if it was okay to just be yourself? 
not have to conform and change because of something that has nothing to do with us. pretty fired up about it because I know there's a lot of people that feel the same. It's like the old generations, anybody, let's just say anybody over the age of 40, either understands what happened or they don't. And they think that it should always be work comes before play. Well, that makes no sense because if you don't have enough playtime with your family, it creates gaps between love and understanding. That just made so much sense when I said it. Oh my God. If you increase the amount of money that a person is making and decrease their workload, you will have the best workforce on earth. It has been proven with every single study that you can research. The best companies on earth, the best countries on earth are all based on their people. The majority rules. Not Congress, Jesus, don't get me started on them. The master in chief, the president, I'm neutral on all of those until they cross lines that mess with the human beings that run the planet. The majority should never, ever be allowed to be so mistreated. random few that try and run the show well we already know what would happen to them a thousand years ago it used to be a time where if you didn't like what was going on you fought and you changed it doesn't have to be a blood feud or revolution of any kind. It could just be a peaceful transition into a new age where people start to matter more than just the numbers that they're tagged with. I guess at that point, you'd have to change the perspectives of a lot of individuals. Not a lot compared to the majority of people, but you know, the ones that try and call the shots. I've always asked the question to most people, what would you do with a million dollars? I recently got a response from somebody that was perfect and they stated, I wouldn't even need a million dollars. That was perfect. I've always said a million because I would take $900,000 and put it in the bank. And then I would take the 100000 that I didn't put into savings and I would use that as my checking account. 
and then I would continue to work until interest kicked in. I would work on hobbies, and then you'd retire. But somebody along the line said, I need more, more, more. On something that doesn't even exist. Go ask a billionaire if they can go and take out multiple billion dollars worth of their money. Oh, that's going to take some weeks to get prepared. If 36 of the world's billionaires gave every single human being on earth, only the ones that want it, because a lot of people don't give a shit about money, $100,000 to each one of the individuals and see what each one would do with it. And then you'd get a real view on perspective. Decreasing workload while increasing wages would be the strongest workforce on earth. Look up Denmark. Look up Switzerland. Look up every country that knows how to treat their people. America is one of the only places where you can get criticized for that. And we're not even fucking Americans. The Native American people, ask them their perspective and you'll see a better way of life. That's just my rant on generational gaps. Research as hard as you can a hundred years ago you can see a huge difference in what's going on right now. Let me know your thoughts. I love you guys. Human race. People. Until next time. Fear. Fear has ruled the world how many years over the past however long you feel like saying you can see it anywhere you go people are afraid for their kids people are afraid for their friends people are afraid for their family people are afraid for money people are afraid of religion people are afraid of not religion People are afraid of conversion. People are afraid of life. They're afraid to live. Hello, people. I don't know when it happened. Maybe it came with puberty, maybe it came with just waking up one day and realizing there wasn't anything to be afraid of. But I see a really bad pattern every time. It's time for elections. People are afraid to stand up for 
what they believe in. They're afraid to vote for what they believe in. They go off of what they're told from news media, family, friends, religion. It keeps people divided. And then you see the people that are fighting so hard to talk about what they believe in politics, the government, the Congress, all the bullshit. You see people not speaking their truths about it, not voting for their truth, they just go with the flow. The masses controlled by the controllers. Unless you wake up and realize that you always need to speak your truth no matter what, you can't get in trouble because the truth will set you free. You see Ellen DeGeneres talking with George W. Bush being friends. You see Trump being friends with the Clintons outside of all the politics and people ignore that like it's not there you see people trying to open up trade routes between other countries and they'll get criticized for it fell away from being fearless. We fell away from being what past generations said, this is the way that it should be. The people are the minority, we are the cogs that keep the wheel rolling. Well, if you take out the cogs, everybody knows a wheel breaks. The spokes is a better word for a wagon wheel. Well, There used to be a time where you could stand up for what you believed in. Texas is one of the last places that holds true to that. And then they called it lawlessness because there were some outlaws that fought against justice and what was right. A cowboy mentality is the same mentality as a knight. You just do what you feel like doing. long as it's right. And then you had outlaws, rogues. Some of them were decent people. And they always did whatever they felt like. But everything that has free will in it is banned. The government takes it and twists it for the masses to see. something happy wheels only have happy spokes hello my name's Isaac Keir I am a neutralist. I do not believe in 
hierarchy system. I do not believe in money. I do not believe in brainwashing. I believe in equality between every human being on earth because we are all made out of the same energy. Though we may not vibrate at the same level as some people. Can you imagine if you had to greet every human being with a small glimpse of what your personality is instead of just people instantly judging you off of looks, your beliefs, your preference for anything. If people just went off of, hi, how are you doing? Those people exist. They're real. But I'm seeing a really big shift in people. Kind of like what's been pulled over our eyes for a while now. You have the people that aren't brainwashed, they just don't care. The neutralists, the ones that see something but believe there's nothing they can do to make a change. When I look around and I see news stations, news media, social medias promoting and pushing all of the nonsense that comes along with anything government related, anything shit down to the toys that you buy for your kids the toys we buy for ourselves it's not easy seeing so many people being led like lambs to the slaughter because they're afraid of something afraid of government afraid that their voices will never be heard people talk about it behind closed doors they talk about how they're afraid scary stuff happening it's coming from the Democrats it's coming from the Republicans it's coming from people's need to feel like they are following something are doing more than what they really are if everybody in the world stayed connected under a neutral standpoint and started sharing philosophies, perspectives on anything and everything with no judgment coming from them. I feel like that would change the world. When people hear a podcast, they think, oh, well, I can listen to it. But as soon as something in the podcast makes them trigger because they don't quite agree, instead of listening to its full extent, 
they turn it off. I listen to podcasts. I listen to audiobooks. I listen to anything. I feel like it. And there's nothing wrong with turning it off. But I never turn something off if I get triggered by it. Because I want to hear it out to its full extent. To see why I was upset. To see why I had a different point of view. To see if I can always remain neutral on it. If I don't feel like I want to listen to something, well... I feel like that's a good start to just not listen to it. But it's when you listen to something that you're not quite sure about that starts to shift perspectives. Being neutral is probably one of the hardest things a human mind has to comprehend. Because we think we are so vastly superior to any other intellects and then we ignore our primitive feeling side that allows us to do basically anything if we shut our eyes and feel and listen to our intuition to our third eye whatever you want to call that inner voice God universe we start to see things more clearly It lets you wake up from a trigger. It lets you wake up from the mundane control that's been pulled over our eyes. People like to talk. then when it gets into something deep they shut their minds off and change the subject or talk about something simple I can talk about the deepest of things I can talk about the simplest of things I let myself have a balance between whatever a person wants to talk about Deep things are what healing begins with. I just showed up at my nine to five. (laughs) I'll talk to you later, people. Hello. Everybody, Shelby's not dead. Fresh out of work. I know it's been a while since I've posted any new content, but I feel like I always do a video or a podcast whenever I'm feeling it. Sometimes it takes me a while to build up more content and more thought processes to everything that just goes on. 
and I've been thinking a lot about holidays and how most of them are not even what they're specifically designed for, especially Christmas. Most of the holidays came from traditions of people from way, way back, and then somehow, some way, along the line, a religion takes it over and says this is what it's about. It doesn't make much sense to me if you're going to be telling people what something's about, like Christmas, and turning it into a spending holiday. You gotta buy this, you gotta buy that. This was one of the best Christmases my little family's had in probably five years. Because we finally got to the conclusion that you don't need to buy tons of gifts. Just being with family and friends is what I would say Christmas is supposed to be about. It's just about sharing the love and the connection you have with people. Winter solstice, Yule log, all the ways that Christmas is called in every country is just about being with family and being close to each other, sharing the energy. curious to know how many people think about holidays as a bad thing if you follow them according to the way that it's been advertised over the last, I don't know, what, 80 years in America? I walked through the store on Christmas Eve because I wanted to surprise Anna and Delia and Keegan and Lucas, I wanted to surprise them all with a surprise gift. Just randomly, not on Christmas. So I bought a mousetrap, the old board game, which has been updated. I had no clue, but I still got it and they loved it. But as I walked through the store, I went by probably two dozen people, usually alone, just walking around acting confused and upset. You could just feel it. It was palpable. And I started to, for a split second, like, why am I even here wasting my time walking around when we all love each other no matter what? That's what my family's creed is. Then I took a deep breath and I was like, oh, it's because I'm surprising them. Surprises should be all through the year. Random little things that are out of the ordinary. I know a lot of people would be like, I don't like surprises. Everybody likes a surprise. As long as it's not trying to scare the shit out of you. Most people don't prefer to be scared. But it comes down to that feeling. If, you, if, so, if you're going to scare somebody, you might as well scare them when you feel it and you know that it'll be okay and they won't be mad. If you're going to surprise somebody, surprise them with a gift. Surprise them with a hug, a handshake, a simple how you doing. Back to the way that 
people came before gifts or thinking that you have to get somebody a gift because almost every dedicated holiday is supposedly just that one day when you're supposed to feel extra special like birthdays well try to have those same mentalities all the time like the unbirthdays from Alice in Wonderland you're supposed to celebrate and be happy when you feel it not just once in a while a lot of people are up and down on holidays I've had a rough last couple of holidays but it doesn't change my feelings towards family and friends and just people in general when you feel like you're mad it's always for a reason find out why you're mad don't take it out on everybody around you because that seems to happen around the holidays and it happens spread love and peace things that go on with the cabal, things that go on with the politicians and celebrities and sports people, anybody that makes millions and millions, the billionaires that give to charities, they don't even know what they are. Anybody can be doing something wrong. not even realize what's happening. All it takes is a kind person to speak a truth to help them see something that's going on, a different perspective. And then the person that is hearing it can either choose to hear it and do something about it or they can choose to be asleep.
Some people say, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Well, that works just fine if you don't actually care. But if you care about somebody, you'll speak your truth if you see that person hurting themselves, hurting somebody around them. If you don't speak the truth and at least bring light to it in a kind and assertive way, they won't see it. They may never see it, even if you're telling them. But at least it brings light to the situation. Instead of leaving a positive perspective in the dark. 2020 brings a lot of new beginnings, new resolutions. Fight hard for your resolutions. Fight hard for what you believe. And be kind while you do it. Spar often. Verbal joust often. Just be okay with the trolls that come against different perspectives. Because we all have perspectives built up over our entire lifetimes. And that is a good thing. Because without different perspectives, there would be no change. There would just be the Cabal's traditions. I say Cabal lightly because that has been the hierarchy system since time in memoria. And unless some few speak their truths against all of the negativity that is always being news media just remember that there are some that have different perspectives to try and fight against the wheel and everything that comes along with it a different perspective is never a bad thing neutrality is never a bad thing saying that good is evil and evil is good that's just blindness begin and end everything with love